phone's hurt. Anyway, hello, welcome to Bunda Vista, episode 326. It's known as Michael Jordan's flu game, but according to Jordan's trainer, as quoted in Fan Nation, it's actually Michael Jackson's... Michael Jackson? What the... (laughs) Michael Jackson's what game? Michael Jordan's food poisoning game. Uh, (laughs) Quote... So we order a pizza. They come to deliver it. Five guys come to deliver this pizza. I take the pizza and I tell them, quote, quote, I got a bad feeling about this, end in a quote. Out of everybody in the room, he, Jordan, was the only one who ate. Then two and two o'clock in the morning, I get a call to my room, end quote. What happened next was the stuff of legends. Michael Jordan, wearing the Chicago Bulls jersey, steps into the 1997 NBA Finals against Utah. He ends up scoring 38 points to claw home a 90-88 to point victory, including a three-pointer with 25 seconds left on the clock. Wow. What incredible adversity. <laughs> 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 Just trying to read a script. <laughs> what incredible adversity against the odds. I'm here, as always, with my co-hosts, Ben. Hey, buddy. Hey, brother. What's up? Yeah, not much. Just hanging out with my buds. Yeah. And Andrew. Hey, bro. Hey. How you going? Uh, and I am Theo as well. I usually put that in there somewhere. Hey. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Um, now, I'm still sweating through gastro, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some parallels to be drawn here. Now, I had a <laughs> coffee before lunch today. <laughs> And I had to lie down for like two hours, so I didn't throw up or pass out, which is bad for me because I need coffee to stay awake to do the job that I'm employed for. Uh, I'm not sure at any point in time whether my shirt should be on or off. I'm about to do one of the hardest things an athlete like myself can do, host a podcast. But imagine, what if everybody on the Chicago Bulls team had diarrhea? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Imagine how great their performance could have been But we're already recording How can we make this happen? Well boys Got some bad news about that Sumptuous prosciutto e fungi pizza pie <laughs> You ate 35 minutes ago uh, Remember before, just before we started recording Ben mm-hmm. uh, You did that horrible wheezing fart uh, And you said Oopsie daisy I've got a dookie tutor what are you doing? <laughs> you remember that? Uh, I'm, I'm really sorry about that, but I'm to blame. Uh, and Andrew, you may either want to pour out that beer or get another one. I wrote that in the script, but Andrew's actually smoking weed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hold on, I, hold on. I know. Hey, okay. Um, one thing I do know for certain, though, is that you, the listener, is in for a wild ride. Uh, and then, Ben, if you can edit in a big wet fart noise there in post, that would yeah. be great. Let's see what I can do. Like 15 yeah. to 30 seconds long? Yeah, if you can. Now, you asked if I pull, switch, pull stretched mine. If you can pull stretch yours, that'd be wonderful. They get a few weird harmonics in there the and stuff. The wetter, the better, yeah. yeah. You talk about like how, how people do that You're with the mouth a, of a balloon. You're making a lot of notes there. No, I'm I'm sorry. I, oh, so when you're playing on your phone while I'm talking to you, it's fine. But I doodle a few little guys on a piece of paper while I'm listening to you and I'm in you, trouble all of a sudden. Usually when you are doodling on your pad, it means that something's getting cut. 
No, I would never edit anything out of this podcast. You edited out all of my advice where to find the cool swords in Dark Souls. Well, yeah, but that's also true that I edited out the entire 12-minute segment that that was a part of. Uh, It wasn't just the Dark Souls part. Oh, what was that segment? What did we lose? Uh, It was about the guy with all the samurai swords in his house because about halfway through us doing that segment, seemingly all of us completely ran out of energy. (laughs) (laughs) In the samurai segment? Yeah, we the start, the first half of the samurai swords was great, but it um, I couldn't, I couldn't manage to <laughs> stitch together the middle to the end without. That's crazy, it's crazy. Yeah, that's I'm, crazy. I, I'm usually filled with energy when thinking about samurai swords. Yeah, so. and we, yeah. I think it's once we reach the hour and five minute part that everyone just sort of. Dropped oh, shit, yeah, that's super, that's super late in the game. No, I do remember. Yeah, uh, we, were, we, were, we were trying to name like different sizes of swords and we got to about <laughs> three and then everyone just fell silent. Yeah. I will say that I got those three instantly. Didn't yeah, even have to think about it. Yeah, but as a collective. Yeah. And then, and then oh, yes, we started wondering about the, the origins of the Uchigatana. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. right. The rest yeah, was we could do the whole bit again. Yeah, yeah we might as well just reconstruct it. I could probably find that article. <laughs> ben just making some more notes on his pad here, Theo. <laughs> it's the only thing I've had to edit out of a podcast twice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am imagining though about all the Chicago's Bulls players. Squirt, yeah, squirt, you know, just, just trailing Brown. Chicago's Bulls. <laughs> the Chicago's Bulls. Chicago's Bulls. <laughs> Who's Bulls? <sighs> Chicago's Bulls. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> they have that. Uh, so you, you know the big mop they've got for the basketball court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the big wide one for the sweat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm having a bad fair. time wringing that out at the end of the evening. Oof. I had to clean a bath today that was full of. Yeah, I oh, saw a photo shit. of it <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> I heard. I heard Caitlin go. Noah, are you going to do a poo? And then there was nothing, and then I assume something happened with Finn at the other end of the house. Mm-hmm. And she ran down there, and she ran back to Noah in the bath, and that's when I was called in. <laughs> Bring in the big guns. Bring in the big guns. <laughs> Caitlin had thrown in a bath fizzer and everything. The, oh. the water was just a beautiful oh. deep blue. That's a horrible combination. It was full of toys, absolutely full of toys. I was worried that like I'd pour a turd out of the like submarine <laughs> water jug. Fuck me. It, and the shit had, like, it had absolutely been just demolished, just smashed into pieces by a joyful baby. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Do I love think, Noah so much. Do you much. think your two little I guys are, like, coordinating, uh, <laughs> coordinating attacks here? They, All right, they three learn minutes from into behaviors. The yeah. <laughs> three minutes into the bath. You break something at the other end yeah. of the house. Wait. The minute she leaves the room, I engage my core. We really um I really love all of our listeners. You know, even the ones that don't pay for the bonus episodes. I still think you guys are great. I just want you to know that the bonus episode that we just recorded about an hour and a half ago, we just got like a really sort of punchy, concise intro from Lucy and then bam, straight into the content. And then for the free one, yeah, we've gone into diarrhea tales part twelve. <laughs> uh I just just gonna read out just for the for the listener, if you're still there, if you're sticking around, <laughs> if you haven't just uh, put your phone down on the beach and walked into the ocean, <laughs> uh, Ben wrote a message in our group chat saying, "Theo, can you quickly 
right after an intro, uh, something beautiful and poignant, yet yep. also crass and irreverent. Now, as we often crass. say on this show, crass. crass. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, are you from London? Here we fucking go. I've already got to deal with the conflicts <laughs> with my Victorian wife around about how she's saying bath and grass. Yeah. yeah. What's going on there? Mm hmm. The paranoia you're getting from the weed you're smoking. <laughs> <laughs> and so on. But uh, yeah. but to the listener, look, we report, you decide if this is beautiful and poignant. Yeah. Oh, it's about the, the limits of human ability. It's about the human spirit soaring on yeah. brown wings. You've taken a sort of a, an interesting historical event and yeah. you've twisted it to add a Can you keep describing? I'm just getting a beer. You keep going. Jesus, what is just gonna just gonna take out the first ten minutes of this and start over. Crass and irreverent. Yeah. Yeah, so on and so forth. Yeah, what do you got there? Uh as as quite often I've got a burly mid tide. Yeah. Yeah. They're still independent, burly brewing, so that's nice. Sick. Oh, I think I bought a beer that's not from an independent brewer. What have you got? Oh, this guy loves Carlton United. Yeah, he loves (laughs) Who bought, who, has somebody, who bought Mountain Goat? Uh, I got some of them in there too. Mountain Goat might be a sigh yeah. now, I think. Mountain Goat in this yeah. economy. Yeah. Anyway, it's the Asahi, goat, yeah. the goat very Asahi. enjoyable beer. Yeah. Oh, it's a perfectly good tasting beer. I'll give him that. It's just, you know, ruining the industry. Oh, he's taking his headphones off again and he's left. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll pull it back in. We're yeah. pulling it back in. Fellas, we are tightening up our belts. Theo, not too much on yours. You yeah. don't want to put any undue pressure. Your lower abdomen. Be this beer. You know? Uh, we're tightening up because we don't want to sound like a bunch of deranged freaks. When I mm-hmm. want to hear from a deranged freak, I'll check in with a British person. And that's what we're going to do right now. <laughs> tabloid phenomenon. Headed man destroys church. It came so close to punching my beer off the table uh, when that when that dropped back in. It's just it's, it's a good, good song. fucking song. I challenge you to tell me to my face that it's not. You've done it again, Robert Zombie, with your infectious rhythms. I had to explain Rob Zombie to my kids the other day for some reason. <laughs> Now the kids got to know about Rob Zombie. That's exactly yeah, yeah, what that was Tucker Carlson was warning us about. That was my whole problem because uh, we were pulled up at a traffic light uh, on the way to school, and there's a sticker uh, on the light pole, same light, um, same you know traffic light pole that we pull up to every day. It's a sticker, think if you will, kind of of the style of the Shepherd Fairy, Andre the Giant face, you know, kind of kind of posterized looking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, except it's the, it's the like Uncle Sid or whatever clown from House of a Thousand Corpses yeah. and all that jazz, you know, mm-hmm. that guy. Yeah. And one about. of the kids is like, who's that? And I went, fuck, here we go. Here we fucking go. Time, First, it's, it's time for you to learn, learn about, about Rob Zombie. Yeah. Yeah, you, you've got to learn about the Munsters <laughs> <laughs> so that I can then tell you about Dragulas. And then I can tell you about a, a 50-something-year-old guy who's obsessed with the Munsters mm-hmm. who makes music that your grandma would find scary, but everyone else 
would be like, oh, this is just like a dude who loves like cheesy 60s horror yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Rules, yeah. yeah. He's kind of got white dreadlocks, sort of. But <laughs> yeah. I think he maybe just doesn't brush his hair. Loves putting his wife in a movie. He loves his wife. What, Rob Zombie's biggest crime is that you know, he loves his wife? His biggest crime, miscasting his wife, just because he loves her so what much. What is Rob Zombie's biggest crime? Rob Zombie cancelled 2023? <laughs> Rob Zombie impropriety. Rob Zombie crime. Hey Siri, uh, look into Rob Zombie's crimes. Rob Zombie is not satanic, even though most people believe he is. Uh. I think Rob Zombie's fine. He avoids all alcohol and drugs. <laughs> <Go ahead>. uh, <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's toured repeatedly with Marilyn Manson, who's been accused of yeah. sexual assault. So that's not great. No, that's true. Yeah. Uh, here's he, all right. He's <laughs> going here's, so well, guys. <laughs> here's oh, the Rob Zombie controversy: is uh, mm-hmm. he was recounting in 1983. On his first night after moving to New York City, uh, when he was 18 years old, him and his seven roommates witnessed the unspeakably horrible and savage beating of a man by New York City Transit Police right outside his dorm room window. Uh, And then the guy died. Oh my goodness. Jesus. Rob Zombie witnessed a murder. You think that's what what gave him such a spooky countenance? (laughs) I think he doesn't like the Dragula because of the... Police murder that he saw. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think those two are related. From Wales Online. Louts who littered a state with half-eaten chocolate bars unmasked. Finally. We'll get to the bottom of this. The identity of litter louts who spent months blighting a housing estate with half-eaten chocolate has been revealed as greedy squirrels. They were so close to killing some kids. Yeah. Like the Neighborhood Watch Association was like fucking seconds away from like hitting some teens with their car. Moments away from doing a Harry Brown. Yeah. What? Paranoid, miserable losers. Who, the Harry Brown country. in the film Harry Brown? No, the Michael population Kane? of the United Kingdom. Oh yeah, them too. Locals living in Dudley Crescent in Ellesmere Port, Cheshire became gripped by the Who Done It after Blue Ribbon Blue Blue Ribband? Blue Rabond. Blue Rabond. Blue Rabond. That can't be Blue Rabond. Is it Blue Rabond? Glad it's not just me that's struggling with this. I was like, is this a really well-known chocolate bar brand that I'm just not aware of? English people shouting at their fucking podcast player right now. It appears to be a boat. It's pronounced Blue Ribond. There you go. That's (laughs) that's fucking annoying. Ah! If someone or something wins the blue ribbon in a competition, they win first prize. The prize is sometimes in the shape of a blue ribbon. Jesus fucking Christ. What are you fucking talking about? No, it's the ribbon. It's blue. That's what they're winning. Definition. A ribbon. (laughs) A ribbon. (laughs) This is not the way I want to. Mandela at the same time. (laughs) In this reality. It's called both. It's c- We've got a partial Mandela effect yeah. happening. Does anyone remember them being called blue ribbons? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Very derailed by the first paragraph. Oh, well, this is their this fault article. for having something called that. Jesus. 
The saga, dubbed Wafergate, was discussed daily on the estate WhatsApp group with theories and accusations spreading through the community. Yeah. Who Gee, are we throwing wonder, under the bus? Yeah, I wonder who got accused. Who are we, who are we throwing under the lorry? Yeah, thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say they probably started with Romanians, mm-hmm. worked their way through to Poles. Yeah, Bulgarians. Muslims. Yeah. Austro-Hungarians. Yeah. Lithuanians. Serbs. Yeah. Azerbaijan. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery was finally solved after a local who works in a nearby caravan storage facility spotted dozens of blue ribbons inside a skip. Another resident then spotted squirrels running up a tree with wrappers and put two and two together. Yeah, I feel like you could just take two in that part. You you yeah. don't need the first part. You mass. can just see the squirrel with the fucking with the with the wrapper and you work it out. Yeah. Local Fiona Downs, thirty-three, a full-time mum, said, "I first noticed all these wrappers back in September. We live on a private estate on an ex-raft base." It's a very close-knit community. I was walking my children and suddenly noticed there's loads of blue ribbon wrappers everywhere. I posted a picture on our WhatsApp group asking people to please pick up their wrappers if they've been eating chocolate bars. That's such a fucking stupid thing to say. Yeah. Like, everyone knows not to litter generally. You don't have to tell people, hey, specifically, if you've been eating chocolate bars, please don't litter with your chocolate bars. Stupid. Yeah. Then, then you got to start clarifying about every other kind of go through every single one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, no throwing away your squashies wrappers. What is a squashy? Oh, we We learned all about this like one week ago. No, nothing. You might not have been on. That doesn't seem right. I'm on all these. Hmm. Squashies, Ben. Squashies. Notes in the thing. Yeah. Squishies. Yeah. Squishies. But no one fessed up. And over the following months, more wrappers and half-eaten chocolate bars continued to appear. They shouldn't have solved the mystery at the start of the article. Yes. Just in my now, opinion. Yeah. I'm not really hooked. I'm not really hooked into the mystery no, anymore. I can't imagine the listeners hooked either. It's like a... Uh... <laughs> 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 they've, they've hopped off the hook. Well, there Don't... must be a reason why he included the entire article, Sean. <laughs> we'll find out. I'm just saying... As far as the article goes, it's like uh, showing you the monster in the first third of the horror movie. You know? Yeah, great idea. Yeah, then you can hey. subvert <laughs> expectations. Oh, there he is! Yeah, spotted him. You actually see the uh, the street pole in the first five minutes of Hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> Fiona said it became a big topic among residents. Everyone was desperate to uncover the culprit. It was a big mystery. People were getting annoyed, thinking someone was just littering, while others thought, maybe it's the bin men. <laughs> Suspicions were growing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The Those bin swarthy men. bin men. Yeah. I never liked the look of them. Why are they always ugly rubbish? Maybe it's like the, you know, uh, the ultimate taboo for the bin man. It's to litter. To put some rubbish no, back out there. T- oh, yeah. yeah the ultimate to, thrill. Uh, to I'm meant to be picking this up, but supply. instead... Uh, yeah. Letting it go. What? What is... It's an article. Yeah. It's about... 
Rubbish. Got very confused about where I was at because it seemed like a repeated paragraph down the bottom. I'm sorry. Men, make a little another note there. Yeah. I don't know how it works with making all the notes because if you pull enough stuff out of the front of it, then the timestamps for later on don't really... Well, that's why it's got to edit from the back. I edit from the back, yeah. Hey. That, is, that is so sexy. Yeah. <laughs> you edit... <laughs> Oh, he edits from the back. I edit from the back. <laughs> Sometimes I let my husband edit from the back. All became clear on Tuesday, November the 21st, when a resident spotted the skip on a site just behind the estate with a box of... Mm. <laughs> with a box of blue ribbons inside. Another resident, Natalie Clark, I wonder what she sounds like. English woman from literally anywhere in England between the ages of 18 and 110 could sound like anything she managed to snap pictures of squirrels scurrying up a tree chocolate in mouth Fiona said squirrels have clearly been in there and stolen them all we don't know where their stash is but there was definitely some kind of box of the chocolate bars in a skip. It only took three months to work out. <laughs> You'd think they'd run out of chocolate. Wait, wait. So the squirrels have been in there and stolen them all. We don't know where their stash is, but there was some kind of box of chocolate in there. So they reckon the squirrels have taken the chocolate to a second lo- t- location. Yeah. They've moved and then the stash taken house. them out. To eat them and then leave the rubbish around. Do you reckon squirrels can eat chocolate? Well, apparently. Right. I don't know if it's good for them. You guys this ever is... seen like like a really fat squirrel? You ever seen those photos of a big, big fucking fat squirrel getting around? Yeah. Like yeah. surely they're dumpster diving or eating pizza crusts or whatever, right? Or they're ratatouing. It could be like a ratatouille situation as well. Where they're making hamburgers at a <laughs> at a Sonic drive-in. And they've got a 17-year-old line cook and they're, they're pulling his hair and making big double hamburgers. Yeah, he's making so those that. ones that they put on like uh, Insider or whatever, you know. I guess it'd be kind of like a Scratatouille situation. <laughs> you guys remember the beloved Scratatouille <laughs> intro? <laughs> I do remember Scratatouille, but... Yeah, I've heard a lot of positive feedback about the famous Scratatouille <laughs> intro. <laughs> Sort of up there at the Pantheon with the uh, I'm a Train intro, the Scratatouille intro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, same breath. Kind of yeah. yeah. I keep coming back to this podcast because of the other I'm a Train intro. And also, to the exact same extent, the Scratatouille, Scratatouille intro. intro. Yeah. yeah. When, I, um, when I meet somebody who recognizes me or my voice from the show... Uh, and they sort of start the conversation by saying, did you write the Scratatouille intro? And I yeah. say, no, I'm Andrew, actually. And then their face just kind of falls. Yeah, oh, they stick around for the conversation, but I feel like they're kind of doing it more for me than for themselves. They want to make you feel yeah. recognized. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. You, maybe you've got a line to the guy that did do the Scratatouille. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Hey, you don't want to spoil that. don't want to burn maybe. that bridge, yeah. you know? Full-time mum Natalie, 42, said, We spent months finding these rappers. We all got a bit obsessed and we were trying to hunt people down. <laughs> yeah. Machete in Christ. <laughs> we were trying to work out who buys wafers from Aldi before we realised the squirrels were doing it. 
Are you fucking kidding me? You're like stalking the Aldi to find the culprit so you can what? Kill them? Trying to so, figure yeah. out. Going down to the Aldi and like just kind of milling about, asking the staff. Anyone seem like they're buying a lot of wafers? Fucking Sam Spade style, sliding like a ten dollar note across the counter and being like, "Word on the street is someone's been laying down a lot of cheddar for some Aldi chocolate bars." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the guy that mm-hmm. did the theme song for James Bond. That's right, Sam Spade, Detective Sam Spade. Some of the famous pop noir detectives. Who did the theme for James Bond? No idea. When I saw them, I was like, "Oh my god! I finally found proof." The sheer volume of the bars, honestly, they must be going through a hundred of them a week. I don't understand how many chocolate bars there possibly could have been here. Yeah. They're talking like about this a is, box. So three months, a hundred a week, a week. twelve hundred chocolates. I don't believe that. I don't think that there was like why how many are in a box? How many are in a box? How many would the Maybe this was just hyperbole on her part, but she sort of considered her words in light of the fact that perhaps an Australian podcast would be discussing it at some point. Yeah. Well, That's all I'm trying to say. Be precise in your speech. Fiona said, Once somebody had posted a pictures of squirrels, it took the excitement away. Oh, just like I said. <laughs> Then it seemed to calm down and we thought they might have finished their supply, but in the past few days, lots of the wrappers have been appearing again. We're not sure why the chocolate was left on our property. Maybe it was an out-of-date box. Maybe. Yeah. Almost certainly, in fact. Yeah. Sounds like... report, you decide. Sounds like the squirrels are eating trash. Uh, So they figured out... They've they've figured it out, but they've never found the skip. They said it was in a skip. I don't know what's going on at this point. Fiona added that the whole saga has been, quote, a good bit of fun. She said, it's become a huge joke with everyone and we've all had a good laugh. I'd like to know how a squirrel opens a chocolate bar. <laughs> they, probably won't be, they probably won't be able to walk now due to putting on so much weight. They're all going to die. <laughs> That's funny to me. A British sicko. <laughs> I'm normal by British standards. <laughs> My friends and family all agree. <laughs> but since the discovery of the true culprits, residents say the furry thieves have doubled down and are on a chocolate rampage. Oh, Theo's shirt's come off. Yeah, it's hot in here. Just noticed. Natalie said, They've ramped it up even more since we found out. Every day I'm picking up wrappers out of rose bushes. It's been hilarious working it out. Yeah, that's funny. I love I love this. It's very funny when like animals are kind of forced to scavenge and stuff and then they're like part of the pollution cycle that we yeah, survive. and they're all very sick as well now, probably. Yeah, but, but you know, they dead. they all joke about it now. The joke is mostly remember those squirrels, and they just sort of <laughs> laugh for a bit. <laughs> and this is sort of the normal news story that you would get uh, in the United Kingdom, whereas the normal news story that you get in the United States um, tends to be a little different. It's time for the clipping report.
Great gunshot sounds in that too. Yeah, Fantastic good. sample. Whap. Yeah. You gotta you gotta look through a lot of free YouTube samples sure to find the one you like. <laughs> it really feels bad typing free something sound effect into YouTube. It feels tawdry somehow. Well, I, like it. I, I actually type it into Google. It just mm. happens that YouTube is usually one of the first results, you know? Yeah. Well, with how the Continue. internet is. Yeah. Nowadays, uh, yeah. Just in case this is your first episode, um, I'm sorry. so sorry. Yeah, the clipping report is where we look at uh, reports of 99% non-fatal uh, accidental gun discharges um, in the United States. Here we go. That have happened last week, I should say. A 36-year-old man outside Ellisville, Mississippi, was pulling a hunting rifle out of a cupboard when the point. Uh, 380 handgun underneath it discharged. The bullet, quote, entered the bridge of his nose and exited the top left side of his forehead. God damn. That's like a good curve. Yeah. It's not great. Well, he's, uh, he's... sorry, I'm not uh, <laughs> commenting on that. <laughs> well done. Hey, nice shot. Yeah, hey, man. Nice shot. That's when a you shot yourself in the head. Curve. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's like from that movie Wanted based on a graphic novel of possibly the same name. Things in there doing a hook turn. Yeah. A police officer in Topanga, California, accidentally fired a round into a fridge while preparing his handgun for a training session. Uh, Did the fridge survive? (laughs) Fridge is okay, uh, miraculously. A 79-year-old man in Jones County, Mississippi. This is actually quite close to um, the one that happened in Ellisville, I think. Uh, also, there were two others in the region in Mississippi this week as well, but those were fatal and depressing. Um, a 79-year-old in Jones County, Mississippi, was cleaning out a 16-gauge shotgun in preparation for selling it uh, when he fired it at his concrete floor, causing birdshot pellets to ricochet into the face of his 79-year-old wife. Oh, no! Yeah. Uh, He's birdshot his wife. you got to be... You got to be embarrassed if you Dick Cheney your wife, right? Yeah, he said he looked down the barrel twice uh, before he did this, and that he was absolutely certain it was clear. Uh, but his wife's face disagrees. So is a I assume a sixteen gauge shotgun is bigger than a twelve gauge no. shotgun. No, you dumb motherfucker! You are the Bunta Vista idiot of the week. <laughs> oh no! Play the theme. <laughs> Oh yeah. No, I'm just looking at this uh this table of which kind. You think of that this guy's gauge. like absolutely packing? He's just I'm, got I'm like, like a bunker killer. <laughs> does this guy have a fucking blunderbuss oh. in his house? Oh, you know? he's got the god murderer. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the right. Unique item. A woman dining at a Longhorn Steakhouse in Goldsboro, North Carolina, was shot in the thigh when another patron dropped his handgun on the floor, causing it to discharge. Butterfingers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it's, it's going to happen somewhere. Yeah. He ran as well. Like, dropped the gun, <laughs> gun discharge, got her in the thigh, and he's like, Ooh. I can't go back to jail. Oh, yeah. my Uber's arriving. Oh, he's here. Run away Ooh. from that situation. Yeah. It's time to get, it's time to hit the bricks. <laughs> Everyone's yelling at me. <laughs> A 57 year old man in Jonesboro, Arkansas, was, quote, at the intersection of Kate and Bridge collecting pecans. <laughs> Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Normal American man. <laughs> Regular American pastime. 
uh, when he adjusted his gun in its holster, which caused it to discharge into his leg. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, my, my pee cans. <laughs> Does, how many of these people? Do you think any of these people are like, that's, that's probably it for me and guns None after of, this? Or, none of them or, or do you think they're the 100% just like, wow, that really teaches me that I need to be more disciplined with my gun? It's probably that one. They're probably like, holy fuck, there were shots fired while I was collecting pecans. I have to keep my gun with me. Safe with guns if you're not handling guns 24 7. Mm. Do you see that thing going around? uh, I don't know, it was a couple of weeks ago. It was just like a screenshot from a fucking gun forum where people were like, uh, accidental gun discharges are like a sign of good firearm ownership because it means you're always handling your guns. (laughs) Yeah, that's just. Not yeah. great logic to me. No, it's wrong. Personally. Yeah. Getting yeah, getting bitten by a gator, it's a good sign. It means that you are touching enough gators to get yeah. good at handling gators. Always be handling your gators. When you see one, just get in there. Yeah. Get see a, a gator, it. handle a gator. Uh, finally, a 60-year-old off-duty Chicago police officer shot himself in the thigh when his firearm accidentally discharged while he was in a Starbucks bathroom. Oopsie doopsie. There's always one yeah. in the yeah. crapper letting it off. took us a while, but we got the, the crapper. <laughs> yeah. We got the crapper shot. Yeah. Just, is it just like the... Why is there one in the chamber? Yeah. Always one in the chamber because he's got one in the chamber. Because he's shitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's he's taking his pants off and he's going, whoop, butterfingers, pow, ah! Now, riddle me this. Mm-hmm. You finish wiping? You finish doing the shit before you get the, before you're like, oh, uh, paramedics, please? Yeah. Well, you're just like waddling around. <laughs> I'm waiting and getting the paramedics to do it for me. Yeah. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I can't reach back. Oh, when I try and reach back, they're in hurts. Mm. You, you wouldn't put an unwiped man into yeah. an ambulance, would my, you? My butt's still super dookie, though. Yeah. <laughs> Make oh. sure it's really clean. That could get into my bullet hole. Do you think <laughs> yeah. the human body would, like, do you a favor and sort of snip off the turf for you? <laughs> and just be like, oh, you know what? This guy does not have time to shit. I'm just yeah. going to. I'm gonna wrap things We're up. We're done here. on this one. Yeah. yeah. Are you suggesting Ben like a, a fart or flight kind of kind yeah. of reaction? Snip. It just it it slams closed. Yes. You know? The yeah. remainder the of the turd gets sucked three hours back up the bow. <laughs> the clock gets reset. You know I mean, what? <laughs> you can see you got a lot on. This could be two extra hours. Let's go wait. Get you to the hospital. Get a bedpan underneath you. You'd be fine. You can do whatever. Yeah, yeah. like like sl- slamming shut with so much force. Absolutely clean, you know? Yeah. It goes so fast that it cauterizes the end of the turd as it's pushed away. <laughs> or is it the opposite? Are they voiding themselves? I think you're probably voiding yourself. If you got yeah. shot, I think the shock that your body goes through would probably just clean out the rest of whatever was in the chamber. It's like in 40K when someone first encounters a psychic voice in their head. They're they very themselves? clear that, that that person is usually shitting their pants. Was that something Ian Watson wrote? Because he loved to write about shit and people no, shitting themselves. No, no, this themselves. is still, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that wrote all the good ones, apart from Ian Watson. Oh, yeah. Like the, the guy that wrote the, guy. the Eisenhorn ones and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, whatever guy. his name is. The good yeah. one. Good one. Dan Abnett. Dan Abnett. Loved to write about 
people shitting themselves. Man. Well, it's a grim dark. It's a grim dark. Yeah, grim yeah. dark, grim dookie. Yeah. It's hard to be happy when you've when you've shot yourself, you know? It, that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Are you tired of paying nothing for the same old superior quality free episodes of the Bunta Vista podcast? Do you want less politics and more content about diarrhea or animals gone wild? Are you tired of skipping through those hours upon hours of paid product placement for Mark Wahlberg film Shooter? Well, boy, do I have the offer of a lifetime for you. That's right, for just five US dollars a month, you too can be a premium VIP member of the Bunta Vista Patreon. That's right, just five US dollars for all of our bonus episodes. That's over 300 hours of content from the hosts you know and definitely tolerate. I'll even throw in access to our glamorous and exclusive Discord server, where bizarre arguments only happen once or twice a week at most. Head to patreon.com slash buntavista. Sign up in the next five minutes and I won't know because that's not my job, but you'll be enjoying the sweet satisfaction of supporting us, and we will love you romantically for it. That's my promise to you. These accidental shootings are happening all over America, and they could be happening in Connecticut. It's time... For Connecticut Watch. Connecticut Watch. Connecticut Watch. Who's getting shot and is it in the crotch? (laughs) Check out bigsofttitty.png. That's right. Uh, This is from... Oh, that's our segment, isn't it? Yes, it is. (laughs) It's Debbie singing one of ours. Debbie singing Celebrity Watch. Fuck, I have been trying to find celebrity news stories that are bad, and it's really hard. People only write celebrity stories that are good, mostly. Hmm. What a beautiful theme, though. Fuck, she's good. Love you, Debbie. Uh, This is from WVIT in Connecticut. The VIT. That's right. State police warn of potential street takeover in Shelton. Okay. Connecticut State Police are warning residents about a potential street takeover in Shelton on Saturday night. Troopers said a street takeover event is anticipated on Research Drive around 8 p.m. This time, local, federal, and state agencies are actively monitoring and investigating. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Okay. Yeah, nuts. Here we go. From WVIT in Connecticut, 500 vehicles from multiple states traveled to Shelton for attempted street takeover. Okay. Hundreds of vehicles from multiple states traveled to Shelton for an attempted street takeover over the weekend. Shelton police learned about a street takeover that was planned on Research Drive on Saturday. Officers from other departments, including Derby, Milford, Orange, and Trumbull, uh, troopers from Connecticut State Police, and federal officials mobilized along the Bridgeport Avenue corridor. There were also officers on Research Drive. According to police, approximately 500 vehicles arrived in Shelton around 8 p.m. Some of the vehicles traveled from New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, and Vermont for the event. When the vehicles arrived at business parking lots on Research Drive, they were turned away. The group then attempted to plan alternative parking lots to gather in along Bridgeport Avenue through social media. If there's one thing our state doesn't want, it's people coming here and gathering. That's right. No, gathering in Connecticut. Not on my watch. Take your ass to Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some other places want to welcome you in and hope that you stimulate the local economy, but so what not us. Gonna, am I... No, I'll keep reading. We'll we'll figure it out from context clues, I think. All right. Uh, Officers said police were able to disperse the vehicles at the other parking lots before they could assemble a group. The group of vehicles then left Shelton and travelled to Derby, North Haven and Orange before returning to Shelton. The officers from each department travelled to their towns with the vehicles and dispersed them all. 
Several infractions were issued to drivers and some vehicles were towed. No arrests were made in Shelton. Pretty crazy. Here's another one. Just chasing these cats away. Like, yeah, no, that's right. Get out of here. From WVIT in Connecticut, over 1,500 vehicles participating in street takeover closed busy area in North Haven. Hell yeah. Over 1,000 vehicles were participating in a street takeover. Over 1,000 vehicles that were participating in a street takeover closed down a busy area in North Haven on Saturday night. Police said over 1,500 vehicles arrived on Universal Drive to participate in a street takeover around 8 p.m. The vehicles were reportedly from multiple states. According to police, there were spectators lining Universal Drive to watch while the busy road was shut down and holiday shoppers were stuck in parking lots with no way to leave. Both directions of Interstate 91 were also backed up for over a mile. Officers from multiple departments, including Meriden, Wallingford, Hamden, West Haven, Branford, and troopers from Connecticut State Police helped North Haven Police during the incident. According to police, there were also several calls on Universal Drive that were difficult to respond to during the incident. The calls reportedly included a medical emergency and an assault. The investigation is ongoing. You know... We often find ourselves sitting around thinking, I bet the future is going to look a lot like Mad Max. Yeah. You know, except in this case, I didn't expect that we would have like a really significant stopover in The Fast and the Furious. Yes. Before we got there. Yeah. Because I was was like, I think for a while there, I was like, yeah, I think that's maybe that's kind of it for, you know, the car modding and street racing culture and stuff on a big level. And uh, the last time of along has shown me to be very wrong about that. People are still way into that shit. Bigger than ever. I think it's very um, cool to be a young man and have a cool car and do uh, cool car shit. Probably even for young ladies and non-binary people these days. It's probably changed to allow that. Uh, This one is also from WVIT. String of street takeovers in Connecticut leads to call for change. Hey. Cut that out. Less of this. Knock it off. There are calls for more to be done to prevent so-called street takeovers. There was a string of them over the weekend in several communities. And one in Milford left an officer hurt. Officers (sighs) responded after about 150 cars gathered in the parking lot of a grocery store on Bridgeport Avenue on Saturday. During this, authorities say people set off fireworks in the direction of a police cruiser, jumped on it, and then punched and threw something at an officer. The officer was hospitalized with minor injuries and later released. These, you know, really are bringing in people to observe them from all over the region, said Kenneth Gray, University of New Haven criminal justice senior lecturer. Gray says takeovers are a national trend that started out west. He said law enforcement is trying to get a handle on this emerging issue. Quote, the key is to try to get to this before it happens and stop it before the cars get parked and start. Then it becomes impossible to stop once it's underway, Gray said. I agree. The best thing to do... (laughs) When trying to prevent something is to prevent stop it, it from happening. Yeah. You yeah. got to check. Two out of three, your precogs have got a yeah. good link. You got to check that your precogs are drift compatible. And you yeah. can just completely disregard one of your precogs. That's yep. the beautiful thing about it. Yeah, that's the minority. It's a minority know, report. Who cares? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. Um, also, and forgive me if I'm just a, a wet autumn babe, but don't American police have like APCs at this point? Yeah, aren't they just rolling like ex Gulf War tech? Yeah, or is that just for I'm, black? I guess people? like it. It it certainly seems like in a lot of situations, once there are enough members of the public going, we're just doing this thing now. Uh, most of the time, wherever you are in the world, the the reaction is to go. Well, I guess we kind of got to 
kind of just got to kick back on this yeah. one unless we want to get completely rolled over or alternatively do a massacre. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And and I just want to clarify, I'm not calling for the second Send part. Send in the APCs. <laughs> Flatten those civilians. <laughs> and that's bad, by yeah. the way. Yes. <laughs> 1,500 cars gathering somewhere is a shitload of cars. That's a lot of cars. So many. Do you think that people are carpooling, or is that like one person per car? Oh, my God. That could be like one train gathering, just FYI, if we invest in public transport. (laughs) If Connecticut was doing train street takeovers, two trains. Yes, Yes. and they're on the rails anyway, where there's no shops. Yeah. So Uh, it's fine. Two two state troopers on one of those hand carts at the state line. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Turn it around. It's that would it would be way easier to prevent, wouldn't it? You know? It's one of those things where um you just start seeing like I've seen a bunch of these news stories pop up, but I'm not really seeing it anywhere else. I'm just seeing it when I'm looking for news in America. But I don't feel like this is it's just odd. It's odd when things like this, which in a very specific location are like a big phenomenon, but I'm not really seeing it anywhere else. No, absolutely. Uh, this is complete news to me. Someone who's never seen a Fast and the Furious movie and never have will. You, you guys heard it all about the mysterious dog uh, res- respiratory illness yeah. that's yeah. going around the US? What? Yes. Yeah, that one's really fucking me up. Uh, they, they've given it a name temporarily, but they still don't know what it is. So there's this like, it's happening right across the US. It's affecting like heaps of dogs. Uh, but yeah, it's a mystery, severe respiratory illness. Uh, and like I'm just seeing daily news stories about it whenever I'm looking for stuff for the podcast. And yeah, they they still don't know what it is. It it lasts for ages. It's uh, really fucking a bunch of dogs up, and they yeah, no idea what it fucking is. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Wow. Yes. And did they fix the bed bugs in Paris? Uh, oh, I don't know. I wonder. Yeah, probably. Or just down to a normal level. <laughs> just regular, regular just levels regular of bed bugs that they normally have. Yeah. Well, all, the, uh, all those bees were dying, but that got sorted out, we as far as I know. Out, yeah, the sort of insect, like, mass extinction and stuff, that's all, that's well, all we good. Got that. We nipped that one in the bud, because otherwise yeah. that would be a sign of, like, impending, like, ecosystem collapse for everything else. Yeah. And we wouldn't let that happen. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> During oh. the last legislative session, a task force was created to help coordinate the response of different police departments. Some lawmakers want to go further when it comes to potential punishments. Uh, they're causing a major disruption to public safety and there's no consequences. And they know, and that's why they're continuing to do it, says Senator Paul Sicarella, uh, Republican from North Haven. Ah, uh, the sicko. That's right, Paul Sicko. We reached out to Senate Democrats for comment, but have not yet heard back. Lawmakers have already upped the charge someone could face from taking part in this type of wild driving from a misdemeanor to a felony. Imagine you just like hanging out yeah. on your front porch in Connecticut and 1,500 cars like roll by. You would be like, oh shit, the Mad Max future has happened. Be like if, if summer nats happened in your neighborhood when you really weren't expecting it. What if someone did an entire summer nats to your house? Yeah. What if you go out to get the paper and summer nats is out there? Yeah. What if you but- go out to get the paper and someone says, tits out for the boys? What then? <sighs> That'd be so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I don't know. To be clear, I don't know whether that's part of American car culture, but <laughs> I assume that's sort of a universal part of any like large group of men gathered together. Yeah, there's there's a word for it in every language. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Theoretically, we could try and do one more story, but the only one I've got left in the notes is super depressing. So I think we're going to say that that was technically an episode of the podcast. Bunta Vista, yeah. um, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you want more of this, whew, yeah, ask yeah. yourself some hard questions. Yeah. Uh, but in case you do, we have bonus episodes. Consider listening to them. I tell you what, the bonus episode we recorded tonight, energy levels were right up there. So high. Incredible. Then it got real hot and sleepy in here. You did? Uh, You're feeling hot and sleepy, bro? Oh, man, I'm so hot and sleepy right now. Yeah. Oh, you should I have two sleep. beers and lie down. Could you sleep? I could sleep. I could sleep so easy. Well, no, not easy because it's too fucking hot in here. Yeah. Um, That's it from us. Uh, we'll see you in a couple of days maybe or in a week who knows Uh, lovely having you stay safe out there bye bye bye